With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I have a social distancing update from New York. All right, let's go. They're under strict social yes, distancing. Yes, they Don't are. get out there. No. Well, this U.S. Navy ship Comfort rolls into the harbor, and thousands and thousands of people standing next to each other are down there taking pictures of them. Okay. So you mean stay home? You mean thousands? <laughs> thousands. Yeah. Thousands of them. How are we doing in Miami? Yeah, we still. Have, you know that people have spring break all the way through Easter. Basically, yeah. are we yeah. still got beaches full, or uh, no, are we no. cleaning them out? Well, they're I've, they're slow to the party, but they've started to clean them out. But I've heard there still are some kids there still living yeah. it up. Yeah. yeah. But the nice thing is, they're when they're down there, if, even if they're not on the beach, they're staying in luxury hotel rooms where there's a lot of spacing in those things. How'd you there. like to be the Minnesota Daytona Beach has those nice hotels yes. down there on the yeah. beach where they should burn them down to get rid of the virus. How about uh, the couple from here that's stuck on that cruise ship in uh, was oh. it, is it Panama in the Panama Canal? Right Has now? there been a name on that couple? Because I believe we can have that guy on the air if it's who I think it is. I think uh, it's Mr. and Mrs. Unbleeping Lucky. Yeah. <laughs> I wow. will try to find that, Joe, because I know Channel 5 did a, a long story on them yesterday. Hey, did either one of you two do a spring break when you were in uh, college or high school or anything I like did that? not. We've been through this. Uh, I did not. All right. uh, I did well, uh, my spring break was pretty well uh, once I went to one semester and said, nah, I'm not doing this. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to go once in a while. Spring break for Pat started in September. Yes. That's right. That's right. Well, I, I, went, I, I was a good earnest uh, C- minus the first quarter. But then earnest. I said, I said earnest. hell with this. This is ridiculous. I you guys, finished this. two weeks ago, uh, I needed some electrical work on a Saturday, and I called my guy. And he returned the call, and he said, guess where I am? I said, I don't know. He said, I'm in Panama. He was on a cruise ship in Panama, and I'm thinking, this is the ship that's now in the news. Wow. So I'm going to call him after the show today and see if it's him and see if he answers, and we'll get him on the air. Wow. That would be a fantastic get. That would, yeah. be, uh, that would be very good. Well, yeah. Uh, it, it's uh, The whole thing is uh, driving me nuts. If uh, the, the whole idea... 
Well, yeah, well, stay home. Don't do anything. But by the way, it's two million of them. You still might get sick. What the hell is that about? Well, I, I was telling it. Such off the air. It, it's we're just waiting around to die because if the three of us get it, we're gone. No, nah, I don't think so. Really? I, I never had a cigarette what? in my life. Yeah, and what else do you I'm have going? Prime physical condition, <laughs> <laughs> and Diet Coke kills it. You know, Trump's wrong when he's giving him that uh, other medicine. Tell us to drink Diet Coke, Donald. Damn it, it'll kill anything. How about him yesterday talking about his TV ratings were that of... Uh, <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, he's, he's so awesome. He's so, proud. he's so proud of his TV he ratings. Said that was bigger than Monday Night well, Football. That's why, he ex- that's why he extended the thing to April 30th. He's having oh, the time of his it's life. It's a bonanza. <laughs> you know what? We've got to play that guy we discovered oh, for Patrick. Yes, yes, yes. Pat, oh, have you heard this guy? Oh, I have. Uh, okay. The, okay. The, the Trump podcast is yeah. yeah. hysterical. Yeah, okay. Yeah. He's got it right down, man. Oh, he's so good. And the good thing is he calls it the Trump podcast or something, so he gets all the true believers in there, and then yes. he starts making fun of them. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's... Uh, I, I think we should hear it again, though, I, I do. I want to play it just for the Easter Bunny line, because yeah, that's it, my favorite it's part. It's a great of the line. Uh, There's a bunch of them on there. He's doing it every week. You know, Christowitz. So. Oh, no. Back up so we God get the... All right, all right, all right, all right. Hang on, hang on. Here Christ 250 Christ. years ago, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, years. whose full name, you know, he was he was Jewish, so his full name might have been like Christowitz, but God rose him from the dead. Rose him. On the holiday we now call Easter. A lot of people know that, but it's, it's called Easter. It's when... Jesus and the two Corinthians met the Easter Bunny and came back from the dead. So, you know, it's a beautiful story, very important for the Christians like me. And I have decided, I'm announcing today, we are going to bring back the economy on Easter Sunday. Because God, who, to be honest, is, you know, he's a good God. He's done some some strong things. Some, let's be honest. His record is like not so great, though. Uh, oh. He brought one guy back. One guy. On Easter Sunday. And it was his son, so it was kind of like biased. But we're going to bring back the entire economy on Easter Sunday. And at that point, I think basically I'm better than God. So when we do it, we're going to do it toughly. We're going to do it with great compassion, great strength, tremendous strength, and also toughness. Easter Sunday, we're going to put it on pay-per-view. God versus Trump. Who brings back more people on Easter Sunday? We're doing it. I'm going to fire Fauci probably on Good Friday. And call it Great Friday for Trump. And that's it. So let's do it. Let's get... It's uh, perfect health. Let's get back to work. <laughs> the big hack is Christ. good too. Then he goes, "Good health, good yeah, health, yeah, good health." Christ to wits. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's. Uh, I wonder how long is that guy a well-known imp- he, uh, impressionist? I, I don't think he was until about you know a week ago, and now no, he's I mean, but I everywhere. Wonder, is that his background, or he he's all he? He's a lawyer by trade. Oh, really? He's trying to become a stand-up guy. Stand-up well, comedian. I, I got news for him. He's just made it. Right. <laughs> yes. He does. Uh, he does a really good Bernie, and he also does a really good Obama. Oh, I didn't yeah. see his Bernie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He does a wonderful Bernie. Yep. Wow. But Trump is 
Trump is hard, man. Yeah. Because yeah. there's uh, you got to get. You know what? I always said about rookie. You know, he's not that good of, of impersonator, but he did the perfect Jesse because he did the calm down crazy Jesse instead of the screaming Jesse. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. And that was uh, more effective. And, and he had the Jesse wiggle down perfectly. <laughs> Which, of course, doesn't do pretty much and, good on the radio. And this guy is all over the map. Scatterbrain wise, the way Trump is, you know, back yes, and right. forth, yes. and yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'll, he'll he'll give you a compliment, but then he'll take it <laughs> yeah, back and right. insult you, and <laughs> that's right. All right, Joe, you uh, hadn't heard about my TV problems yesterday. Uh, let's, I can just trace it back to January third or so when I made the big decision to go to streaming. Mm-hmm. Why the wife was in Florida and didn't tell her. Right, and then I had to when I went down there a couple days later. I had to break the news to her, and said, "Don't worry, honey, you'll be able to figure it out. It'll be great when you get back." Because she was coming back before me, and uh, she was very concerned about this. And I kept telling her, "Well, that cable bill's up to about three and a quarter a month. We can't do this anymore. We, we got to do something in this house too. It's too much." And so, but she wanted Comcast. She says. We're old. We can spend all our money on TV if we want to. So anyway, we got we come back here and she was adjusting, let's say. She was but then she broke her ankle, which made her more dependent on TV. And yeah. uh Sunday morning, uh I got up about eight and I wanted to look at something on my iPad about uh some appointment or some damn thing, I don't know what. And no internet. So I go upstairs. I go upstairs, and there's no internet up there, and and I get this uh, really uncomfortable look from the wife, like I hate you and everything you stand for because I don't have TV this morning. So anyway, we went through the whole day, and finally at 10:30 last night, I got I waited 70 minutes, and finally got a, a woman on Comcast who knew what she was doing, and she fixed it. Mm-hmm. But meanwhile, earlier we had a guy on for 90 minutes. Wow. One of their guys. And he spent half of that time telling us how much he appreciated our business. Oh, God. I am so sick of these people <laughs> telling me that they appreciate my business. Take my money, shut up, and let's go. And, I, and now they're still asking you if you see a clerk. You got any plans for the weekend? <laughs> yeah. No, no. Sit on my fat ass and watch TV. <laughs> yes, but I don't have any. <laughs> you know what I love is when oh. you're on the when you're when you're in that mode, Pat, yeah. and you're thanked for your patience. Yes, oh. I don't have any no. patience. No. And by the way, those eight little kids screaming in the background. Maybe you could do something if you tell a little. Bastards to shut up. <laughs> the working Boy, at is... home isn't what it's bragged up oh, to be. Oh, so it's their kids shouting and yelling. Yeah, not, not, not your grandkids. No, I haven't seen them. And they're, they're, the parents are uh, afraid to yeah. let the grandkids uh, get near us. So anyway. Well, I'm you took of, that let, hard, didn't you? Let's get that. <laughs> let's get this out of the way. Let's get this need. Whoever these the, these people who are out talking to every company, you know, the the uh, what are they? The coaches, the yeah. uh, the attitude coaches, fire them all. Just give us good service and 
Don't thank us. They're doing that for their own benefit because they know they're being monitored by their supervisor. Yes, I know. Uh, that's the only reason they're doing it. And, and for some reason, yeah, they've decided that this will make them f- seem more likable. But, uh, yeah, the, uh, you know, I, you having a good day? <laughs> eh, not really. So you the know. lady that solved your problems, <laughs> and you said she solved them in a matter of what? 90? Five minutes? Yeah. Five minutes. What, do you have any idea what she did? No. <laughs> and my, the bride asked me, now I hope you wrote down what she did. I said, well, she went silent for five minutes, and like that other idiot who kept telling me how much he appreciated my business, and she came back and said, give me a new password, new username. I did. Give me a new password. I did. She said, look on one of your devices. Then she popped up, and then I went on a TV and went on another TV, and it was fixed. So I hope you saved your new password. Yes, I have that uh, seared in in my brain. Let me ask you something. Yes. Prior to, did you try the old unplug it and plug it back in deal? 68 times. (laughs) U-S-O-B. And and also what they want to do is send you the zap, right? You know, they're going to send you the, oh, right. oh, we're going to say, it don't work. Yeah. We've tried it eight times, buddy. So, anyway, I can, I feel sorry for them now. They're they're absolutely overwhelmed, and they don't. They have eighty percent of their people don't want to make house calls, and I don't blame them for that. In fact, either. I know when you sent this out on the Twitter yesterday, a lot of people responded with, "Did you try restarting?" Yes, your right. Computer? That's really that helpful. Was a, that isn't was it? pretty good. We used to have my all-time favorite computer guy at the Star Tribune. Brian Cravens was like the first. Remember Joe when newspaper news. Uh, newspapers started getting their first high-tech guys. Yeah. They just took some guy our age and yeah. said, do you know how to turn on a computer? And he said, yeah, okay, you're our tech guy. You're the guy. Yeah. So you'd be out on the road and all of his, you know, fifth game of the World Series in Oakland at 10 o'clock at night and your computer stopped functioning. Craven's a great guy. You call him up and say, Brian, what am I going to do? He says, you got the machine turned on. <laughs> I said, yes, yes, that's not the problem. <laughs> well, remember, then, uh, well, that's bad. well, turn it off and back on again. Okay, thank you. I remember a guy named Bruce Adamite. Oh yeah, little little Bruce was right. He was one of the first uh, tech guys. But he he there. actually knew what he was doing. Well, he became a kind of a, a dweeb. Yes, he did. Yeah, he yeah. was. He was. He worked. He worked forever over there. By the way, he came. He came back and made a, co- a copy uh, desk uh, thing. But uh, would yeah, you, it, if it was, you two, it was interesting? If you two were going to rate your performance, would you say that you have grown better with technology? Because I'm thinking those early tech guys dealing with YouTube meatheads in the late well, what, 70s, it, early yeah, 80s. We were not behind the curve. I was the first guy to ever take a computer out of the Pioneer Press, but. Were you, Kenny, let's put it this were way. Were you good at it? Kenny, let's put it this way. Okay. Uh, Super Bowl in Detroit. <laughs> I was a witness to this. Silverdome. Yes. My way that I handled a technology <laughs> glitch Uh-oh. was that I picked up the computer. Port a bubble. Very expensive. Port a bubble. Very expensive. <laughs> I threw that thing as far down the stands as you could throw it, and I watched it disintegrate. You had guys in front of you. You had guys in front of you. You just threw it over the ledge. Yeah, I threw it over the ledge. I was about five seats away and said, boy, that's counterproductive. (laughs) How did you file? Did you have to call it in? I dictated, I think. What did I do, Pat? I I must have dictated. The thing was like... 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, the thing was bad. I didn't want to carry it home anyway. The no, hell with them. I know. That was bad. All-time great, though, of the old computer days. Because, Kenny, we had the cheap. There used to be a pecking order in the press box. You know, the cheap-ass newspapers like St. Paul. We had the Texas Instruments. Right. Yep. Okay. Which, I always looked down which, on you it was for a that. Type, yeah, and then you had two breasts on the top of it. You know, right. The, the couplers, you know, they look like falsies. <laughs> and, you'd, and, you'd, and you'd stick the thing in there, but the correction process was you, you had to have this treated paper, and if you made a mistake, you had to back up to where the mistake was and then type it on the line. It was just... But but all us cheap guys like Fort Worth and St. Paul and, and the second string newspapers sure. were all back in the back row with our Not Texas me, baby. instruments. Joe had the portable. I had, that he I had, had the bubble. He had the bubble, which was boy, do they we, sail nice when you throw it to them? We used to look up there enviously at these yeah. guys. It was uh, look at that sushi. He's got with, the bubble. Then we all ended up with Radio Shacks. So all right, yeah. was, now, uh, well, wait a second, Reavers. Yeah. I have a question for Joe. How did you explain this to management, upper management? You you couldn't get away. With these Dropping? things cost like ten grand, well, didn't they? I, I don't remember. Twenty five hundred, bro. I don't remember what I did, but I didn't come back with it. Even more important, I want to know what was the final straw? What led you to toss it over the old? Well, well it wouldn't type. It froze up on me. The thing about the computers back then is they didn't want to work. Uh, right. You know, they were against you. The Radio Shack when we brought that in. They were on your side. Okay. You know, because they were so simple. You they were pro-deadline. You, you, you were just so simple. You know, it was just a little, it was a word, little word processor, basically. Yeah. They, they were like old British cars it's, at, at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, right. Sometimes yeah. they worked, sometimes they didn't. Oh, God, they were unbelievable. Yeah. My best ever, though, we're out in San Francisco, and this is like Sid's last gasp at carrying a computer with him and, and trying to do his own stuff and he was wasn't real good at it but he they made him take a porta bubble to the vikings 49ers playoff game not the year they beat him out there but the next year so okay. it was mm-hmm. january 89 yep. and the press the press box down there it was cold and they had heat blowing in under our, our legs and Sid put his computer down there and he had the top off. And when the game was over, he took it out and the co- top was melted in a con. <laughs> the top was melted in a con cave. <laughs> when Sid went to leave the press box, he could, so he's holding. So finally, I grabbed a, I was. I guess I was in Minneapolis by then. I finally grabbed the thing and said, you take the top, I'll carry the computer for you. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Because uh, he couldn't make the transition to the Radio Shack, which weighed two pounds. About right? 10 years ago uh, or so, we were working up the hall, and I had a company laptop, and it was, wasn't was performing up to uh, par, uh-huh. so uh, I uh, I punched it as hard as I could. <laughs> yeah, oh. And it went flying, and so I pick it back up, and I you could... This. You could tell, looking at the screen, that somebody punched it, <laughs> and I. So it was hard. I told the knuckle imprints. I told the IT guys. Believe it or not, a raccoon came in and ran into it. I said it, it fell off the table, guys. I'm sorry, and they just looked at me and said, "Uh huh." And it was. Pat. I bet it was three years before they issued me another laptop. Pat, guess what I'm looking at? Don't know. 
looking at my trash 100, trash oh, 80, still whatever. Got one? I still used got to have it. about six in the basement. I don't know what happened yeah, to them. Yeah. What they, are they? They're oh, little radio shacks little we used. Radio shack, and Dave. the problem with those is you could type much faster than it could put the words on the screen. So you'd have to sit there and wait till it caught up to you. Well, and the other, it wasn't backlit. So if you ended up in yeah. the wrong press box that did have oh, yeah. light, you'd be holding up the light and see it. <laughs> right. Was but there my caddy, my, my Texas instrument, piece of crap, I'm covering a World Series in uh, Yankee Stadium, game six, uh, when the, the 81, when the Dodgers beat the Yankees. And every time the scoreboard, I, I was plugged into some outlet, and every time the scoreboard put a message up, my computer went, <laughs> Jesus. You know, like, like I have like 15 Zs in a row. <laughs> <laughs> was, was and they there, had to be plugged in. There was no battery power. Was there ever a time before that, previous to that, like I'm going to guess in the mid to early 70s, where you would type copy normally and then put it in this weird-looking device that was a cylinder oh, that was uh, turning? Comcam. Xerox, it's called Comcam. 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 No, that wasn't it. It was... Uh, Can you explain what it did? It was a Tumblr. It was Sportscom. We'd hand our copy to Sportscom, but then when we went on the road... If you were, would did two papers, I carried a Xerox machine with me, a big, fat Xerox machine. No kidding. That's and that fine. would send the copy over the phone yes, line. Yes, and I would. Kenny, so it was I, a tumbler. You'd insert the paper, yeah. and it would spin and spin and spin, and back at the paper, it was spinning and spinning and spinning and coming out, and there's, there was your copy. Jeez, that had to That's be like voodoo, huh? That's Magic. my famous drinking story at uh, in Chicago. And uh, we'd been out a little late, might have missed curfew, and... And I remember sitting down to write my afternoon story, like at 3.30 in the morning or something. And the phone rings, and I look at it, it's 6.30, and my head is on the... My head is on the typewriter, and I look up, and I'm saying, oh, God, I hope I've written a few paragraphs. I have no recollection. I look up, by Pat Ricey, dispatch staff writer, Chicago, dash, dash. That's it. <laughs> they want their story, and I, I, you, you could set it so you uh, set it on four minutes or six minutes for the page. It took that long. So oh, God, I, yes. I would start. I, I said, oh, yeah, dude, you didn't get it? Okay, I'll send reset it. Meanwhile, you're just hammering <laughs> some nuts, nuts, nuts. First thing I got to do is try to remember what the score was. Oh, <laughs> my God. Pat, I got to tell these guys the famous Libman story. Oh, yeah. He's Doc in Boston. Libman. He's in Boston. He was a sports editor at the Tribune. Excruciating experience for him to write. Oh, just dreadful. And and so he's, <laughs> he's in Boston, uh, and it was on the – Day of the Boston Marathon yeah, when the Red, day, yes. Red Sox always played a day game. Mm-hmm. And day game ended. Libman starts writing, and uh, 3 o'clock comes and goes, 4 o'clock comes and goes. There's nothing from the news. Uh, the newspaper calls him mm-hmm. in the press box. He answers. He says, yeah, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Mm-hmm. 5 o'clock comes and goes. 6 o'clock. This is, none of this is exaggeration. 6 o'clock comes and goes. 7 o'clock comes and goes. They call him again. What's the problem? I'm, 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 I'm going to have it here. 8 o'clock comes and goes. 9 o'clock comes Jeez. and goes. He finally, they all, by now, all the lights in the ballpark are off. Mm-hmm. He's the been sportscom guy still waiting for him. The sportscom guy still waiting for him. There are only two guys in Fenway Park. He finally uh, gives it to sportscom and realizes he can't get out 
of the stadium and has to climb his oh. way down outside on a that, chain that link la- fence. I thought oh. it was on that ladder they had. Right, there's a ladder, and he climbed he and his way up. came out. down the ladder at Fenway. <laughs> that sports cop guy the next day was just... <laughs> yeah. You know what he said? He you know says, what he said? I'll tell you what. He said, I'm going to... Send your copy before I send that SOB. Said, yeah, was it 11 graphs or something? Six paragraphs. <laughs> <laughs> what, he, did he, he was just blocked? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he, he just couldn't. Just wanted to... Well, plus he wasn't any good. So. <laughs> he was a sports editor for a while, though. Yeah, so yeah. No. Well, yeah. Gary, I'm, I forgive me if I said you weren't any good. Let's put it this way. You were terribly slow. Uh, I, think he went on to, I think he went on to become the editor of the arts and leisure section of the L.A. Times. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That so had he's had fun. He's nice, having the nice last laugh. Guy, yeah. 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 Remember yeah. that guy from San Diego, Barry's, Barry's Rubla or something like uh, that. Barry, whatever yeah. his name was, he was a good guy, but he was famously slow. And they were in, they were playing in Baltimore, and the beat guy who was there for a hundred years. God, I can't remember anything. I can see him in my uh, mind's the eye. The beat guy who was there for a hundred years. Uh, he hacks out his story, gets on a plane, flies from Baltimore to San Diego. When they, when he gets there, they said, hey, is Barry done yet? And he said, I don't know. I'm in San Diego. I'm home. I'm in San Diego. The guy was still hacking away. And the guy flew to San Diego. Wow. If it a lot was of that guys- hard to work, I would have never done it. You know? A lot of guys were famously slow. I like to be famously fast. You are fast. We're famously fast. fast. Were you guys carrying electrics or manuals? Er, oh, when I, I first started, uh, manual. Who was the guy, Pat? Was it last week or the, uh, a week before that where you said it's amazing what you can do when you have no pride? Oh, that was Billy Millsap. <laughs> I got to see if he's still alive. Ended up becoming the editor of the Richmond Times Dispatch, but... Kenny, I'm looking at two of them. I still have two Olivetti Lettera 32s. They come portable in a, typewriter. Really? In a suitcase, right? Little little case, yeah. Huh, cool. I was an Olympia guy. I was Olivetti. The Olivetti was a nice machine, yeah. Yeah, well, you were second rate news. You were yeah, second right, rate second newspaper. Race news. And we bought our own typewriters, by the way. Oh, the paper didn't buy Oh, oh hell bought, yes. So I have my the, own. We bought the You Olivetti. didn't throw those over the rail. That was kind of a. No, we what's, the story, what's the story of. Uh, uh, the guy that uh, uh, he cuts his beard to buy the his gal uh, buy the wife a uh, a comb. No, she cut her hair to buy her husband a comb, and he sold something to get. What am I thinking? I'm not ransom and red sheet. Was there no Henry story? Oh, okay. Uh, no, I don't. Re- I don't. Never read it. Don't know it. Yeah, you do. If I could get the damn thing mm-hmm. straight, uh, let me look it up. My favorite is the guy from Montreal who. Uh, the year of the strike in 81, he thought the Expos were going to the World Series, so he booked his ticket to Los Angeles and apparently had a young lady out there that he was going to uh, oh. spend some time sure. with. And then the Expos got beat. You know? Sure. No. Oh, no, the Expos Didn't they play yeah, the Dodgers? Beat. Yeah. And then he went to La- then he went to Florida and met this gal. But... Allegedly was covering the World Series, and he told the wife he was covering the World Series, oh. and he 
And he oh. comes home and he's got the tan, you know, he's got oh. the good tan. And he's, the wife is giving him hell and he says, it was the hangle of the sun, the hangle of the sun. The hangle, the it was the hangle. The hangle of the sun. It was a story. His buddy, who's a buddy of mine, called him Secretariat. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, uh, it was a story by O'Henry called The Gift of the Magi. Okay. About a young couple, Jim and Della, who are short of money but desperately want to buy each other Christmas gifts. Unbeknownst to Jim, Della sells her most valuable possession, her hair, to buy a platinum fob chain for Jim's watch. While unbeknownst to Della, Jim sold his watch to buy jeweled combs for Della's hair. The essential premise of the story has been copied, reworked, parodied, and otherwise retold countless times in the centuries since it was written. He also did The Ransom of Red Chief. You know that one. Yes. Where two, they kept kidnap a guy and they kept, they begged the parents to take him back. <laughs> <and> they, <laughs> but in the gift of the magi, I think I think the CP bought me this first Olivetti letter of thirty two, and it really? took every every bit of the fifty two dollars and ninety nine cents she had, whatever those things cost back then. Do you think it? Do you think they cost less than a hundred? I guess they probably did. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but they that were. was when fifty bucks was five hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's uh, yeah. I I was the. I was the first guy to carry one out, and Riley and those guys looked at me like I was from the moon, man. Yeah. What yeah. the hell is that? They were terrified. They were oh. terrified of this uh, technological age, just as I'm now terrified of, uh, you know, who's not having a hard time with this thing? The Sid. youth. The youth. Oh, the no, youth. Of course they're not. just on their, you know, yeah. the, my nine-year-old grandson's in this league of, the Fortnite league, you know, and yeah. he just bends Four hours a day playing Fortnite. I, I'll hear my kid come home, and I'll go upstairs three hours later, and the TV is not on, and mm-hmm. he's doing something on his phone. Oh, yeah. I, I've never seen anything like it. Or I'll give him a good book to read or a magazine to read, and he'll go, thanks, Dad, and he'll look it up on his phone and read it there. Joe, John Prine, one of the yep. old-timers, man. He might not make it, huh? Doesn't look good. Doesn't no. look good. Uh, no. I was about, about three times this morning I've listened to Crazy Bone, which oh, might be his all-timer. It's a great song. <laughs> Daughter Day, Daughter Daughter Night at, uh, at the roller rink. <laughs> yep. If they knew what you were thinking, they yeah. would have run you out of Lincoln. <laughs> now, Suits, you being a newfound prairie uh, dweller, a pioneer, you that that song should hit close to home for you, like uh, we, it does we, for uh, Roycey and I. We played that on the gramophone in the hut quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> hut, gramophone. Yeah. Of course, yeah. everybody knows the uh, the song in spite of ourselves uh, that he sang with uh, Irish Dement. That that seems to be the biggest yeah. song that he recorded. Well, I just heard uh, driving over here. Please don't bury me. Uh, was uh, one another one of us. So there's, he's got a. I mean, his. Yeah. You know, he's got two hundred of them. Yeah. Under, his library's under. Who's McLaughlin? That's the guy that he is. McLaughlin. He wrote a lot of his songs with. I think oh. uh, some other guy. We need Pat, I still Hines. say, I still say, you could play the PGA Tour. Just don't have fans. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, uh, let's. Uh, is this Masters think, Week? Is this Masters Week? I think we got to see how we get through. We got to see one of these weeks where uh, they don't tell us that 10 million of us are going to die. They got. Yeah, they got to lower that estimate a little bit. When's Masters Week? The week of Holy Week? Is that Masters? Yes. When, yeah, it would have been another. Uh, is the Masters was the Masters have been on Easter Sunday this year? Or or is it this or first week in April? Or was it? 
Seventh through the tenth? I think so, yeah. yeah. Speaking of that, uh, that reminded me of uh, you got 20 seconds to hear a little a clip, one of my favorite moments in the history of sports talk, Joe. Sure. Ross Berkman had long dreamed of attending the Masters. His dream was coming true. He was about to get on a plane and head east to attend the practice round at Augusta National today with three friends. Then, yes, it actually happened, his dog, Sierra, ate his tickets. Oh, yeah. No way. John, I must make an admission before you continue the story. Yes. We've been watching last year's Par 3 contest <laughs> and commenting on it because really? this year has been canceled due to rain. Severe weather. We didn't know. You're home of sports talk, ladies and gentlemen. You know what? <laughs> Close enough. Look at sports. Oh. That might have been the same day we asked Rookie for the score updates, and he was reading them from the Colombian yeah, Open. The Colombian Open. Who the hell are all these Spanish guys? Yeah. I mean, what happened? To, what happened to Tiger? And we got you know the best Jose Lampala. The, the, later oh, on to that yeah. clip, Pat, I think it was you that said, "Boy, Arnie's looking pretty good here." <laughs> For a dead guy. Hell yes. Well, they might come back before most of them. I uh, think so. I think so. No contact necessary. Right? Do they, well, you're outside and you're not near people. Do they just push them back or do they just throw them off the no, schedule? No, they're off the schedule there. Okay. I mean, the Masters are probably playing October. Here's what's going to be interesting, though. We, get, we still stick around with this, you know, distancing and everything else come July and August. If the NFL fans are going to have their way, they are going to be enraged if the you season gets delayed. You don't want to give them the option to go to the games if you want a little social distancing. <laughs> I mean, laying in drunken piles is uh, not uh, not the idea. <laughs> have either Especially one. Vegas, by the way. Oh. You want to tell those, uh, I haven't seen Vegas' schedule, but you want to tell them, you can't go to Las Vegas for this Packers game oh or something. Gross. Yeah. They'll walk there. Yes, they will. <laughs> Have either one of you two witnessed iRacing yet? Now, not only is NASCAR doing it, How is but it? IndyCar is doing it, and they do it in dirt tracking. It, it, I bet it, it's great. It's not bad. I mean, it's racing, uh, mm-hmm. and it's fairly realistic. Nobody gets hurt, mm-hmm. uh, and they get like two or three resets. So if they crash the car and it's so bad, okay. they just hit reset. Uh, reset I have not over. watched it, but it's probably the closest they have. I'm not a replay guy. I don't. It doesn't do anything for me watching replays, so I, I would rather watch that probably. Uh, and, uh, there was a, a really good race that they've also been uh, airing uh, classic NASCAR races, and there was a race from 1986 in Richmond uh, where Waltrip and Dale Sr. crashed with three laps to go. They were fighting for the lead, oh, yeah. and they crashed out and gave Kyle Petty his first win, and that was fascinating because you could tell what kind of cars they were. I mean, that yeah. was back when the stock cars were stock cars. It was a really fascinating. Reavers, uh does, uh, do we have any updates on what the Twins and Wild record is on the FSN Classic games? How, I still how we doing? think we we're win, maintaining we, an undefeated we mark. We win most yeah. of them. We win most of them. Okay. And what's you know interesting? What I saw, oh, go ahead, Joe. Yeah. You know what I saw the other night? I watched the, the Wolves. Five. Actually, they've done some of those. They're <laughs> four and six, which isn't too bad. <laughs> I watched the uh, game seven. Capitals and uh, yes. Vegas Knights. Yes. Uh, the Caps won that cup Ovi, on the road. You watched it so you could see Ovi celebrate. That's why you watched it. Not right? only that, but I had forgotten in, in what agony he was on the bench in the final three minutes. He he was just praying. He had his head in his hands. He 
he was just saying, we got to do this, we got to do this, we got to do this. And then he just went absolutely nuts on the ice oh, when yeah. they won that thing. I got it was a just hunch that when he's praying, God's saying, and it's, he's a good God. Yeah. He's a good God. Yeah, he's, he's saying, he's done some late, bad uh, things. Too late, Obi. You know, yeah. you're on your own here, boy. Your goalie, yeah. You need your goalie. I ain't helping you but out. But those videos of him celebrating where he's oh. you know, shooting fireworks into the grill. No, that's, the best is, well, yeah. When, when he lit the grill, he damn near blew up yeah, the house. He's got the, <laughs> The best is in his wife's head. Don't do that. <laughs> and he's singing, we, we are the champions. Well, what's amazing? He's half in the bag. What's amazing is you look at him and you say, he's on his last legs. He's never going to play another NFL. And he, he was heading for 60 goals this oh, year. Yeah, yeah. He was unbelievable. Oh, he's just a great player. He's just a great the player. Puck, man. Hey, but what a can. character. Yeah. They sh- he-, he should replace Putin. We'd have a lot better relations. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. So what are we? How, how are we doing in North Korea with the virus? Are we still shooting them, or any updates? I think they just shoot it out into the that's, sea of Japan. Yeah, that's well. No, he the first Vic, the first guy to report. He's, I think I got him. They shot him. They just killed yeah. him on this. Which spot. kind of discouraged people from requesting testing? Right. That's it. No more positive cases. We're good. You don't want a ventilator in North Korea. You know what we're going to be watching though? Come the end of April on MLB Network. Huh. One whole park slugging home runs for the South oh. in the KBO because supposedly they're going to. Are they playing? They're, they they've started spring trading and they're going to. They've gotten it under enough control now that they're going to. They're talking about playing in late April. Huh. And he'll slug so many we might sign him to another oh, deal. I have to. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Joe, this Twins thing is a. If they don't play this year, it's a disaster because they it got really about is. eight, nine free agents and. Yep. Uh, this team, you and I said this to Wetmore earlier today. You're not getting the hundred and forty million dollar payroll next year. No, because everybody's going to take There's it. There's no income. Yeah, yeah. Everybody. Well, plus you're going to lose thirty percent of your sponsors when you come back. I right. Mean, people right. are. You know the this when we get out of this, the economy is going to be a disaster. Is everything going to be prorated? If there is a season for contracts, yeah, so you get paid on you know whatever however many games, many games. But they've already given them 170 million to split up. But that's the whole all of baseball. Wow. How many of these guys are going to stay in shape? I've gained like 40 pounds in the last week. (laughs) I mean, they're just going to be all fat bastards. I noticed that today. uh, What 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 was I attempting to? place around my gut today and i said that ain't oh, working yeah. uh, no well, what else T- a robe you know what was really you know was you know what was really bad yesterday i said all there is to do is tv and eat yes. yesterday i didn't have tv <laughs> yes. all there was is to eat yeah. Yeah. pat you know what you said last week didn't you what you said you went for a walk and you liked it so much you might try it again next I'm week. I'm going this a- this afternoon. It's a gorgeous day. It's yeah, great out yeah. there. It's got to be in the fifties, right? Yeah. I drove 55. through campus just to take a shot, and there was a yeah. couple of young ladies out. But it certainly is not like this day would have been it, if we had class. It got to the point uh, at my home on Saturday in a driving rainstorm. She said. Why don't we go for a walk? <laughs> yeah. said, it's pouring. Out. What do you mean, go yeah. for a walk? You know and what we she had? Did. You know what we had? We had the birds. You know what we had in the backyard today, though, and I couldn't find him. The damnedest woodpecker you ever heard. Oh. This guy was. I think he's a little one, but yeah. he can make noise like a twenty pounder, man. Yeah. He was banging the hell out of it, and I couldn't find him. But yeah, I got him around here. Oh, check this out, my kid. We go up on Saturday 
there's pigeons coming out of the silo. I said, go grab the 410. Oh, sure. Two minutes later, I hear a shot. He comes walking in with a pigeon. He 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 ripped the feathers off it. He breasted it out. He mm-hmm. brought the breasts home. He's going to eat the pigeon. We Kenny, used to eat pigeons Kenny, all the Kenny, <laughs> that was a me- I had that meal in, in Florence, Italy, and it was fantastic. Oh, yeah, they got a name for it. Yeah, There's some pigeon. fancy name for it. It's yeah. pigeon. It's, it's sky pigeon. carp. When are you going to yeah. make your nest visit to Florence? Uh, not in the foreseeable future. <laughs> no, but uh, you can travel cheap to Europe when this thing gets over, I'll tell you. Oh, man. Do we call Don't it squab? So? Yeah, you know, squab. Squab. Okay. I, I got to tell you that squab, yeah, I got to tell you, the wife was so upset. I said, okay, if they tell me they can't come and fix the TV till Friday or so, yeah. I'll put you in a nice hotel for four nights so you can watch TV, <laughs> yeah. you know, downtown. Because I was looking at the prices like they're 80 bucks a night at yeah. the nicest hotels in town. Right. I said, I'll put you in a hotel. For, it'll be a nice break for both of us. Yeah. <laughs> How was that received? I think she would have gone oh, for it. Okay. I think she okay. was, you know, she was uh, she was looking up hotels. <laughs> what uh, grade did you give yourself uh, over the weekend on caregiving? Yeah, yeah. As a uh, caregiver, <laughs> I would say, based on Saturday's difficulties before yeah. Sunday, yeah. F minus. <laughs> Ooh, a stout F minus. F minus. It was oh. not good. It's just amazing what's happened to your life, Patrick. And I kind of look at you and it cheers me up because, number one, she broke her ankle. Yes. You had to come back and babysit her. Mm-hmm. And then this happened. You're trapped in the house mm-hmm. with her. You can't leave. And then yesterday, you couldn't leave. And you had yeah, no, no TV. TV. Well, yeah. I, wow. I do think though that that scorecard was adjusted much like rookie to an F plus <laughs> after you uh, got the TV up and running again. Uh, so you're telling me there's a chance? Yeah, I said I love you. I to the woman. I said I love you, and Katie says from the next room, she says give her a kiss. I said she doesn't deserve that. You know, <laughs> she's a hero. <laughs> well, I thought she, I thought Katie would have answered back. Well, I don't love you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That well, she was the fact that the TV popped back on. You're a hero. Her mood You're a hero. Well, You're no, a hero. I'm not a hero. But I have I'm to thank them. you for recommending a rom com to me. Oh, um, yeah. It's a little known plus fact one. that Roycey and I both enjoy rom coms, and you turned me on to Plus One. Uh, and the girl, the female actress, what's her Maya name? Maya Erskine. She is drunk. She's drunk for ninety percent of the time, <laughs> and she is hilarious. She she's is great. She way out acted. She, she way out acted the uh, the guy yeah. in there. Um, it, but it was pretty good until you get to the last thirty minutes when it gets serious, and then you have to fast but forward. But you know what I end. liked is the 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 kiss and tell at the end. Yes. Did not turn into a long right, thing. It right, right. It wasn't a big it, deal. It was like yeah. her. You, yeah. you know you don't deserve a second chance. Right. Uh, so, yeah. anyway. I got to go. Goodbye. Okay, we'll see you. See ya. You did the yeoman work today. I got to go. Uh, chilly in the garage? Pretty nice day in the garage. Pretty nice on the shore. We opened Spoon Lake Ice out yesterday. I'm looking at the lake. It's fantastic. I'll give you a report on Medicine Lake uh, Monday. So. Uh, bet she's pretty close. Yeah, yeah. bet she's I mean, pretty Friday, close. Not Friday, Friday is Friday. Friday. Today's hell? Monday. All right, I know boys. Who pitch. I don't know today's Monday. I know that Joe McClain pitched for the <laughs> right. Washington Senators in 1961. <laughs> 61 against the Twins. Goodbye. Uh, all right, boys.